Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Over 40 live Saturday evening race meetings a year. Clifford Park Racecourse. This is the Punters Mate on SEN. Mark Braybrook and Chris Nelson on this Friday morning. Queensland is racing today. Townsville and uh, trials at Rocky. Albion Park, the Harness, Ipswich, the Greyhounds tomorrow. Sunny Coast, Ipswich, Toowoomba, Bundaberg and Innisfail. And Albion Park has the Harness in Ipswich and Townsville. The Greyhounds, no thoroughbreds on Sunday, Chris. No, Bowen was all set to go for a big meeting there on Sunday, but unfortunately with all the wet weather up north, that has been postponed and it will now go we, on Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, I was yeah, going to say Tuesday. Tuesday um, so, yeah, no meeting. Yeah, and then Wednesday is the Metro meeting on Wednesday. At Ipswich. At Ipswich. Yep. Yes. And Ipswich was last Wednesday too because Bun- uh, Bow Desert got a bit of rain and was no Yeah, good. then Ipswich had a bit of rain. Went from a good four to a heavy ten. Hmm. It was a bit wet. On Very this, enjoyable. Though. Yep. It was a bit wet. And you've tipped on a good four track. Yeah, well, you've always got an excuse. Now, follow, <laughs> fold, or forgive. Let's start with Good Girl. Good Girl in race number one at Doombin last Saturday. Debut, Annabelle Nisham and Ryan Maloney. I thought it was a good performance. I think Good Girl will uh, improve sharply off that. Stuck on well. Like the way that uh, she sort of hit the line late. So Good Girl can get away with a race. If she stays up here, she might go back to Sydney, but they'll get a bit stronger in Sydney now, these two-year-old races, uh, with the Golden Slipper, uh, the next assignment for most of them. So good girl uh, in a similar tight race can run well. We'll follow her. Linthorpe Lad. Well, he had no luck at all in race number four. This is the distance race. Uh, nothing went right for him whatsoever. He was very, very heavily backed into $3.40 favourite. Uh, his prior run, he had no luck either. He couldn't get a run along the fence until too late. So stick with him, Linthorpe Lad. I'd say he'll have a few more runs before he goes for a break. He is a definite forgive, Linthorpe Lad. Air Spirit? I think we have to fold up on uh, Air Spirit. Was very heavily backed in race eight at Doombin last week uh, into $4.40. I'm not sure why, uh, but the money certainly came. Trucked up beautifully behind them on the fence. Had every chance it didn't finish off in the straight. She's a mare that might have reached her, uh, her level. Uh, and uh, I think she'd be uh, probably going for a break now. Not obviously suited that that well on uh, wet ground, but even on the dry ground, she hasn't quite been the same uh, mare. So we'll fold up on Air Spirit. Glitter Strip. And the stable mate, Glitter Strip, in the last race. Now, plenty wanted to be on Glitter Strip, but that's been the case its last three starts, and she just finds ways of being beaten. She's not running bad races, but she's just not winning, and she keeps being heavily supported. So I suggest she's probably gone for a break anyway but I'm going to fold up on Glitter Strip. Garibaldi? No uh, update. I'd say Garibaldi's having a bit of a break, and we probably won't see him until, I would say, the start of the Winter Carnival, some of those uh, lesser races before we get to the real, the big group ones, etc. What about April and Augusta? April and Augusta's still in the paddock. Still? She's strengthening up okay. her, uh, her shins. Well, you know we've got a paycheck. 
Yeah, I know. Um, you said you had, do you know how much was it? $9. $9. $9. Well, you're yeah. $9 in front of me. Heels, I know, exactly. And we paid a lot less than you. And Heels has taken his management fees out, so we'll get about 70 cents each, <laughs> I would have thought. So there you go. Um, yeah. Don't spend it all at once. No, we, we shan't be doing that. But uh, anyway, at least our horses are racing, Chris. That's yeah, the I know. Line. But that, that doesn't matter. But we'll, we'll, what we'll do is we'll measure their career at the end of their careers. Okay. We'll see what, how we're going. Well, speaking about at least racing, it's great to see that Tegan Harrison is back. She's got a couple of rides tomorrow at the sunny coast because she can only have two rides a day. Well, she can only have two rides a day, but uh, Tegan, as we welcome you in, good morning to you. Morning, guys. How are you? I'm well, thank you. I was going to ask you, you can only officially, from what I've read, uh, ride two horses in a meeting, but then I look at Mwillam Bar on Sunday and you've got three rides. Yeah, so look, we've got that listed now. It was being listed on the 31st, and Mwillambar being the 30th, we thought if we go one over, we'll just get um, get that move forward. So it, the main thing was that I was just pulling up um, good from my races and being back, and and I've had no issues. So yep. um, they were just sort of wanting me not to just rush in and go hard straight away. So that's why the two rides a meeting was in place to begin with. All right. Now you were off the scene for 10 months. Can you just take us through the, uh, the injury? Um, so I injured my tibial plateau, uh, which is a bit of a weight bearing bone and it required surgery. So that, that was sort of the first bit that took a bit of time. And then when I was, uh, in my surgery, I had a drill bit snap off in my leg and I had to through the other side. So that delayed everything more so than it was going to be. Um, so I was on bed rest for quite a while. But then then when I come good from that and I got back to a point where I was riding track work and trials, I thought my surgeon would clear me to race ride, but he wanted me to have my plate removed, which then delayed again because we had to wait till December before it had been in long enough to safely remove that. So it was just a... Um, series of little things like that that made me out of the saddle for so long but got the plate removed in December and been back running track work this month and was very very happy to be back at the races finally after a long layoff. How did you cope with that Tegan was it a tough time? Um I I think I've had a lot of practice at injuries (laughs) this past few years so it's um and I wouldn't wouldn't want it to happen again but it's certainly you you, you soon learn there's nothing you can do about it and, and the more you stay miserable during that time um, isn't going to make it go any faster. So I just have ways that I deal with it now and, and just ride it out. And I mean, the races aren't going anywhere, so there's always something to come back to, which is the main thing. And, and um, yeah, I probably just try to switch off from it, if anything, while I'm out so that I'm not getting frustrated. What do you do to pass the time? Um, the first initial stage of the injury is very hard because I'm an active person. I like doing things. Um, watching TV isn't something I normally do, but unfortunately that's all I could do for the first six weeks of this injury. I, I was bed bound. So I just had to force myself to get into Netflix and, and, uh, luckily I found a couple of shows there that were okay and, and they helped me bide the time a bit. So when you say, okay, I was going to ask you, do you have any uh, suggestions, anything that you can <laughs> recommend or is okay just okay? 
Um, they're just okay. I only just scraped <laughs> through them because I had to. <laughs> uh, now, life moves on really quickly and things change very quickly, Tegan. But um, is that the same in racing? With all that time out, now that you're back, are things different or is it is it just like coming back and, you know, jumping straight into it and, and everything seems to be the same? I think, um, like, previously when I've had injuries and come back, I've tend to, in my own head, made a big deal out of it, where this time in my head I thought, you know what, you've done this a few times before now, and it is a bit like riding a bike, really. Like, um, of course, you've got to get your eye back in and your fitness back up, but I do think um, we dramatise it a little bit, and I, I think, you you know, once you get back on the back of the horse race day and and um, have a couple of rides back, you seem to warm back into it pretty quick. And like I said, it's probably like having a long time off riding a bike. You, you still know what to do when, when it's asked of you. Well, that was the case because you had the two rides at the Sunshine Coast on the Friday night just to get your eye in, and then off you went to Gatton on Saturday, and, and next ride was a winner, and then the ride after that was a second. Yeah, it was lucky I had those warm-ups on the Friday night because I was very rusty on those ones and made a mess of the first one. So probably needed um, before my rides at Gatton were better chances the next day and, and uh, I am glad that I had them a couple of rides on Friday night to just get the feel for it again. Do you have to be a little bit more selective? See, Paddy Welsh, when he found out, uh, Tegan, that you could only have the two rides a day, immediately Paddy, being the punter, which what he is, <laughs> says, well, they must be good. If she's going to, if she has to, can only have two, she's not going to uh, go for bad ones. So Paddy was getting quite excited thinking, well, we'll follow Tegan then. And uh, you've, he had a, a good weekend last week. Do you have to be a little bit more selective nowadays? Um, I've more or less, we're just letting the ball roll steadily back into it. I've, I've got a new manager, Luke Hilton, and we haven't even really put messages out yet to say that, you know, he's doing my rides and, and chase for them better rides just yet, but we're, we're just slowly going to build on that. So at the moment it's, um, sorry, Pat, it's quite awesome. <laughs> we're taking what we've, you know, what's being offered to us through work I've been doing and things like that. So, um, it's not so much, oh, yeah, let's just, well, of course you want to be on the best chance in the race, but I, most of all I need to just get back riding and just get back doing it. So if if people have had horses that they want me to ride, um, we've, we've just been taking them at the moment. And does the time off give you a greater hunger? You're just busting to get back and it, it really builds that hunger when, you're, when you can't ride and you're watching the races on the TV and you think, gee, I could have ridden that? Absolutely, and that's that's what I was saying about you know I switched off that first lot of uh, time off because you do get so frustrated and you want to be out, back out there and you're hungry but you're a long way from your goal. So it's um, when you get that bit closer to to really actually getting back to the races, you just oh you, you're so much. Oh, it sounds bad, but you you do have this incredible hunger for it, like and. You know, I've been riding two horses a meeting and I'm leaving the races wanting more. Like, yeah. mm. I, I'm like, well, geez, I wish I had six rides, you know. Like, so um, definitely put your, um, uh, the fire in your belly again. Now, Tegan, we spoke earlier in the program and uh, earlier in the week on Breakfast with Pat and Heels too about the uh, Australia Day honour for Pam O'Neill, who... Um, has been a pioneer for women jockeys. It's hard to believe, isn't it, that uh, when she started, she couldn't even uh, have a place to get changed. Uh, there was no females jockey room. Now um, it's almost standing room only in the females jockey room, uh, female jockey room at most courses, isn't it? Oh, it's incredible the amount of females 
sort of riding now and, and how far it's come from early days when, you know, Pam really paved the way and among other female riders there early. And now you head to the races and and I think we're a, we're a dominant force for the numbers mm. we have at the moment. We, in the jockey's room there Wednesday at Ipswich, we were just on each other's laps and that's part <laughs> of the jockey's room. So, so, you know, it just goes to show that there's, there's a, a lot of women in the sport now and, and everyone's um, doing quite well, I think, too. The girls are a strong force. And without, without the likes of Pam, we, we um, all wouldn't be in there and, and uh, having a good time now. Now, Tegan, at this stage, you have the two rides at the Sunshine Coast tomorrow. Zing along in race number six and fisticuffs in race number eight. One goes forward, zing along, and the other one goes back, fisticuffs. Have you got a preference? Are you confident with those? Um, I was really excited. Uh, Zingalong was actually meant to be my first race ride back. Uh, when Trev mentioned it's the Metro meeting, I thought I'd better, better chase some rides before we ride that day, which I'm glad I did because it's been a good week. But um, So I really love Zingalong. I've, I've ridden one on him and, and um, ridden him quite a few times. And unfortunately, just when I got outed, he actually done really well in some bigger races and showed what he can do. He's probably not in that form at the moment, but he's only in the class three and, and um, he loves his home track there, loves it soft. So, I mean, you know, he's in a hard race, but, but I'm hoping that he missed me and he'll run well. Look, <laughs> <laughs> well, Tegan, it's great to have you back. Thank you so much for your time. Good luck over the weekend and the coming weeks and hopefully we'll chat again uh, down the track. Thanks, guys. Tegan Thanks, Harrison Tegan. there, great to have her back and uh, yeah. good luck tomorrow at the sunny coast. And yeah, she made the point about Ipswich uh, on each other's laps and Steph wasn't even there on Wednesday. No. Because she's been down in Melbourne because Ben's brother tra- trained the winner of the Trailgun Cup again. Oh, okay. Uh, in Greyhounds. You know? Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Jay- is it Jason? Yeah. And there was a photo of he and Ben with the trophy again, second year in a row, I think, because I remember us talking about it last year. So yeah, Steph and Ben have been back to... Back to Melbourne for the week, but she's back riding, um, riding tomorrow. And she's riding good for rides. CJ Waller. Yeah, yeah, I'll oh, see that in the yeah. uh, in one of those races. Yeah, in the cup. Yeah, in the cup. Yeah, we better take a break here on the punters, mate. Because mm. other side of the break, we're back with the weekend forecast, Christmas tips, and we might even have time for a that's magic. Oh, it's been a while.